Deb. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I found something. <laughs> okay, we're going to, folks, if you're here, I thank you so much. I've been having some technical difficulties. I'm not good at this. I never claim to be, but I'm so excited because I have a guest today, Deb Eckerling, author of Your Gold Guide and the, um, well, we'll talk in a minute. Let me give you the rest of the intro because I'm so flustered trying to get on here today. Uh, let's just finish the intro. Okay, thank you for being here, and we will be live with Deb Eckerling in just a moment. A word from... Welcome to the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast, brought to you by Sue Ann at Right Mix for Business. This is not a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday thing. What this is about is your business blog bling. The bling that you need to market to your peeps, the content that you need so your blogging hub speaks. The technical, the strategy, the who, what, how, and why will work to make your business blog a rising star, sky high. So sign up now and don't miss out for how to bling your blog and feed that hog. Thank you. I am. Oh, I am. I'm here. And here comes. I'm just going to bring you right in, Deb, because I'm not that good at this, <laughs> as we discovered. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thank God. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Okay. So here's the funny thing. I love Deb, and I'm going to tell you guys about why and how cool she is. But I got on, and I couldn't get it. You know what it was, Deb? You're going to kill me. My earphones were not, they got separated from my mic. <laughs> because I'm a spaz I'm a spaz I'm a spaz I admit it because look I have been on lives several times now I'm using StreamYard in case anybody else is interested in live broadcasting with StreamYard and um, I've been learning about it and I've been practicing it but I've been practicing it in secret <laughs> so today is the first day that I actually invited some of my friends who I think are tuning in to the show but then wait till you hear this I started to you know promote it and I even even invited people like called out their names please stop in and see us but now they're asking me for a link how do I get the link for these hmm I never did one live or invited anyone so I never needed a link I mean I did them live but not like off the cuff so I never needed a link before so I'm gonna have to solve that too so thank goodness you're here with me today Deb to uh, help break me in because <laughs> you're good at this <laughs> oh my goodness no pressure um, no so are we streaming we're streaming just on facebook we're streaming on facebook youtube and on twitter because i'm a twitterer so a twitterer. we're even on periscope too and that way if people can't find me that i invited on those links to youtube find me on youtube sue ann Bubach, just like my usual name 
Um, welcome to the podcast. This is the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast, and um, Deb is here to mix and sizzle and shake it up with us. And I want to do, look, I have this like normal introduction for you, Deb, and it says really cool things about you, like you're the founder of the Deb Method and write on online. You're the author of your goal guide. Oh, wait, I even have something for you there. Let's see if I can find it. You are the author of, oh, your goal guide. Oops, I better take that other banner away. See, I'm so good at this. <laughs> that's really cool. There's Deb's book. You can grab it for yourself because that's what you should do because she's awesome. Okay, so um, the other thing is she published the book through Mango Publishing, and she also do, does a live streaming video for Mango Publishing, which I have been watching and learning about live streaming from you. I probably should have found out a few things like how to get a link. <laughs> but if you're here watching, I really thank you so much. Um, and I will look in comments. If, please feel free to make them. If you're on Facebook, you need to click that link so that I can see who you are when you comment. Um, and my friend Lisa Sicard, I think, is trying is trying to help out by tweeting out the link and um, you know sending it out on social. Now that we're up, there must be a link to something. <laughs> okay, so back to this. Uh, so today we have Deb Eckerling, and I couldn't be happier. But instead of doing that like thing I just did with all your bio and how you help people figure out how to make change happen and all the crap, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I think of you, if that's okay, my friend. Um, as long as okay. it's good and it's true, <laughs> go right ahead. Okay. Okay, this is my my experience in meeting Deb. And I think this is a good maybe lesson for, for people. And that's why, look, the only reason I decided to promote this show and go live and let people know is because I feel like you're so worth promoting and talking to and learning from and so how I met you really was um, on Social Pulse uh, which is Agora Pulse's um, Facebook group right so Deb and I uh, exchanged some words in, while we were watching a lunch and learn together and then you reached out and invited me to write it right on online to your Facebook group like immediately after we had that little chat which I got to tell you, when you say writing, I'm in. <laughs> so as soon as I saw writing, I'm like, yes, this is my people. So I joined Deb's group um, because she invited me after we talked a little bit. And I want to tell you, Deb, I feel that you run the best run Facebook group on the Internet. Um, your wow. Facebook group is so cool. And here's why. You do so many things, and this maybe this is because you're like so organized and so on schedule. Maybe that goal thing has a, has something to it. <laughs> but like she has something going on all the time, like you know, like toot your horn day and like share your post day and like what's your big win for the week and what are your goals and how are you going to network this week? And I love the I love the the way that you manage it. I just I look at you as a role model for running administering. A Facebook group. I think you're the best ever. Then the second thing is that your Facebook group itself, it's such an eclectic group of people. I mean, it is totally impressive, Deb. You have such a wild 
interesting, creative group of people in your group and that you interview on your live streams that I have been watching in awe. And I learn something almost every time. And I really think it's a good representation of cool and creative people. And of course, creativity attracts me. The talent that you've attracted is really remarkable. And I want to compliment you on that and tell you that I think that your Facebook group is super cool and interesting and fun and well run compared to any other. Also, there's one other thing I want to say about Deb in her unofficial bio, if, if she has time for all this. <laughs> But the other thing I love about Deb is you are so positive all the time, but even better than that, um, no matter what topic, by the way, you're Miss Positivity, and, and I tend to be that way too. Uh, so I love that you always bring a positive spin to whatever the topic, um, but even more so, I love that you make up words, girlfriend, because I do that all the time. I've been making up words forever, like it's deb Sember right now. She's starting her new year in December because we've all had enough of this year and she makes up like Goldtopia which I'm sure we'll talk about when we get more into the book so um, I just wanted to you know say a few things about you from my own um, perspective Deb welcome well first of all thank you that is like probably the best intro ever so I love it <laughs> I, I am I'm so honored and I think we should also share we've never met no. This is the first, I mean, you've met me, but this is the first time we've had a conversation, which is super cool. The other thing is, I didn't make up Deb Sember. It was given to me as like a gift. Um, after the last Agora Pulse Twitter summit, I was at the VAP party with a bunch of other speakers, and David H. Lawrence, the 17th, I was talking about Start 2021 Now, and he said, Oh, it's Deb Sember. And I'm like, Can I use that? And he said, Yes. So I do like to give credit where it is due, and it just, it's perfect. It's like now one of, you know, Deb Method, Deb Sember. If people didn't know me, they would think I'd have this huge ego, but really it's just for me all about helping people everywhere figure out what they want and how to get it. And the more and in a fun way, me, a fun yeah, way, in a fun way, because if it's not fun, no one's going to care. Exactly. Well, you know what, and that I think that you know that illuminates when you you produce, and that's look. I'm I have Ross Brand coming on, and he's like the live stream wizard, <laughs> and so having you who is who are is a woman a woman producer, um, and and doing it before I have to go on with Ross, so I to help me work out some of these kinks is super cool. Um, and, and I have to say that, you know, it's confusing kind of doing all the parts, but you know, you're, you do so like, that's the other thing about you. That's remarkable. You're involved in so many things. Um, I don't know how you do it. I, d I set goals. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really, it, it just comes back to that, you know, and the biggest challenge people have with setting and achieving goals is they don't put enough thought into it. When you know what it is you want and you're working toward it and you know what your Goaltopia is, I know we'll talk about my native word more in a second, but when you know what that is and everything you do leads to that. So my Goaltopia, you know, my perfect world where I'm living my goals and the life that I want is to be the number one expert on goal setting. You know I'm what? Simple, right? I've heard you say that you lucked out 
into, you know, your book coming out in a year when people could all use, you know, a little um, focus and some, you know, real goals and real ways to achieve something while they're in a little bit of a, you know, funk or a drought or a panic or whatever it is. Um, I think that it's, I think there's more to it than that, Deb, because you apparently have been networking your little tiny butt off <laughs> for a while, to, you know, to, just to get so many inroads. And it makes it so interesting, um, all the, even though, you know, it's all about goals with you because that's your book and that's your thing, you make it about so much more. Um, you try to, you know, bring creativity to, out there. You try to bring people into conversations. Like inviting me after having just a short conversation, I felt so honored. But I also, like I said, writing, I'm in. I'm a, what can I learn? Who can I meet? You know, I love it. Um, but I think that, you know, that here's another thing I wanted to ask you. This, this isn't on our list either. But where are you from? Because I know you're in L.A., but I heard you say something about living in Chicago, which got me thinking, where the heck are you from? Oh, I'm from the Chicago suburbs. I'm from Highland Park, Illinois. But I've lived in L.A. for, it's almost exactly 23 years. And, and this was home from day one. So uh, I love having a Midwestern background, but I feel like I'm from L.A. I'm an L.A. girl. Easy. Yeah, and you're in so many things, speaking and literature and Gil, you know, I've just, you're just in so many things, and I think it's fab. Sim simply marvelous. <laughs> well, in, in my group that you love, that I love that you love, it actually started when I was doing events for Barnes & Noble in Schaumburg, Illinois, and because someone came into my group and said, will you start a writer support group? And I said, if you think people will come, I'm happy to. And for me, writer support group meant, okay, what are your goals? What did you accomplish? What are you working on? And as I encouraged others to set and achieve goals, I did the same for myself. So I moved to LA a couple years later, we launched it here. A few years after that, then around 2008, came online. And it's just evolved beautifully over the years. And I think around 2012, when I went back to the hybrid live and online version, it's when I started embracing writers, creatives, and entrepreneurs, because if you're one, you're the other two. And the one thing that we all, we solopreneurs, and really everybody now needs is community, which is why I love making new friends and inviting them to my community, because that's what, what it's all about. We can't achieve our goals on our own. We need our people. We need our champions, and we need people cheering you on. And I guess I am head cheerleader. So. I think it's fabulous. The the group that you, like I said, have accumulated as, and as she mentioned, she just also presented for Agora Pulse on their Twitter summit. And she also, which is another way I got to know her, presented on their LinkedIn summit, so, which was really valuable, at least for me. So that was great. And, you know, um, Agora Pulse, some of the people that I met from Mike Alton and 360 Marketing, Stephanie Liu, a lot of those people have influenced me, along with my friends like Lisa Sicard and Ryan Bidoff, Sharon Hurley-Hall, a lot of them have really stood behind me and pushed me up to be here, even though it's totally against my comfort zone. So um, I want to just say how much I appreciate the camaraderie and the friendship. But I think, um, let me just, I learned this from you too, if, if I can. Um, what would you say is the craziest or most surprising job that you have ever had? Because I know that you're a coach right now. I know that you write and sell books. You do 
public speaking and presentations. And I even know that you worked in the corporate world, which haven't we all? <laughs> um, but um, I wonder what is the craziest, weirdest job you've ever had? Okay, it's not the craziest or weirdest, but it's the one that was probably, especially at the time, the most out of my comfort zone. But I worked as a short order cook <laughs> the, the summer before I started college. And it was really trial by fire because I, and I love cooking. So anybody who knows me within the last three years knows that I love cooking. But anybody who met me prior to that would be like, what, when did Deb start love cooking, loving to cook? I started loving to cook when I got my Instant Pot a few years ago because it makes life so much better and it's a productivity tool. But I, I had a good friend who was working at this country club and said they were hiring. And so I worked as a short order cook for one summer. And what I learned was how to make salads. That is what I did. I taught You vegetables. were the prep girl. <laughs> I was the prep girl. And that is definitely a skill that everybody needs but it's probably the one that if you look at my life and say what doesn't belong yeah that that's the, the, the odd, odd man out <laughs> right that's so cool you might be you might find it interesting that i owned and operated a business in catering production and event design for decades in my local area i did huge corporate stuff which talk about getting to use your creativity and um, bring some things to life it's hard to be innovative in a field that is that saturated and so i took great pride in being different and bringing uniqueness to my clients just like i do in the digital space but uh, a lot of people who know me in the digital space have no idea that i actually have been a business owner for more than half my life <laughs> I don't want to say how many decades. <laughs> and so um, that's so interesting because what, you know, that's one thing that the whole world has in common, right? Cooking and eating, right? My friend Bren, who might be popping in on Facebook or something, she's got the, one of those air cookers and boy, is she going crazy. <laughs> oh, those air fryers? Those yeah. That's my favorite toy. <laughs> um, okay, so one last question before we get into the real guts. Um, who is your favorite guest or interview so far that you've had on the Mango Publishing stream, streaming show and your gold chat? Oh, my goodness. I, I'm going to plead the fifth because <laughs> I love all of my guests. Great but choice. I say, but I will say um, I did a different kind of show on Tuesday for my virtual Start 2021 Now New Year's party. And I was spending all this time, oh my goodness, I said I'm going to have a party to celebrate the beginning of my new year on December 1st. What am I going to do? And I was going like a little nuts. I'm like, how do I make it fun, interesting, unique? And then I said, okay, if it were a real party, what would I do? I would invite friends from different parts of my life and have them all in together, which is what I did. So on Tuesday, and I'll share the link after the chat, I invited... And that was another interesting group, I must say. I did catch it, but I missed the live. But I did catch it, and I was like, what? Who is she so funny? <laughs> it, was, it was like you put a bunch of people together, and you don't know what's going to happen. And it was so much fun. So I love all my lives, but I'm really excited because I think I tricked myself into a doing a monthly show of that nature because it was so awesome. So 
It really was. What a great, you again, eclectic group of people you seem to find. And, um, and also such interesting backgrounds and interesting skill sets. Um, I think you had a photographer, uh, a screenwriter, a woman who started a new um, book store online because it's not time to go physical yet, which I think mm -hmm. is so brave because she's taking the first step to physical without being in the physical world, which again, brave. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really neat. I thought that was really interesting. So first, tell us about the DEB method. What exactly is the DEB method? Uh, it's D-E-B, and that stands for some stuff, you guys. It, it does, and, and it stands for determine your mission, explore your options, brainstorm your path. So this is the system which I've been doing for years and years, but branded as me just in 2018. So I've been leading these goal groups and doing workshops and speaking and coaching for years in a little over two years. Uh, no, we're at two and a half. Um, Oops. I'm back. I want, how do I make you just be on here? You're telling your thing. I, I'm, I don't know. Okay. Because I'm used to being on the other end. If it were there, if I, if I had a live going on, I could tell you like, oh, fix your LinkedIn profile. Do this. Oh, wait. Yeah, hit this look. button. <laughs> um, I hit the single button, but it gave me me instead of you. That's tragic. <laughs> I saw that. Okay. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So. Deb. Sorry. Deb. So this is a system that I've been using for years, but two and a half years ago, I rebranded myself to like fully go into you know my mission my motto my my journey towards goaltopia helping people find their goals and i had to rebrand and fortunately for me my initials were uh, worked very well with my system and the biggest challenge people have with their goals is they overthink them they underthink them they do things completely beyond what they want, it's what they think they want for whatever reason, but that focus is not there. So what the Deb method does, and especially in the D, like the most important letter, is all about determining your mission because you can't get what you want if you don't know what you want. And so that's the first phase. You go through visualizing what it, your Goaltopia, that perfect place. I uh, look at your future, your current bio, your future bio, write a mission statement, and then from it, uh, come up with a motto, something that's going to help drive you forward as you are pursuing Goaltopia. That's the D, and then explore your options because you may want to start a business or start some thought leadership or find a new job or find work-life balance, any of those different paths. And these are the four paths that I go through in my book. Whatever your Goaltopia is, there's going to be different ways you can manifest it. So let's say you want a new job but you don't know what that is, or you want a new career, or you want to build a business, or you want to get the who you are out there. So the E, explore your options, is the research phase where you look at the different possibilities. And then once you hit on that destination, we go into brainstorm your path, the B and the Deb method, which is really just brainstorming everything. Uh, Short-term goals, long-term goals, personal goals, professional goals, dream goals, easy goals, any kind of goal that you think you need to do to get to that place where you want to go. Then you divide them out and break them down to put the tasks into benchmarks, benchmarks to short-term goals, short-term goals to long-term goals, put everything together, make a plan, follow it, boom. That's the dev method.
Boom. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, one of the things that I think is really cool um, about the Deb method is that you really take a, 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 a pay attention to the D because I think that, at least for me, I, I think that sometimes my goals are wishy-washy or something because I want to do this, but you know what I mean? And I want to do that. I think that's that declaring your mission is maybe one of the most important steps that you are pointing out here. Yes, because the reason goals fail is people do not spend enough time looking into themselves, you know, especially now in the, where people have a little extra time or maybe they lost their job or their hours went down or they're just unfulfilled, it is the perfect time to say, okay, I'm doing this, it's bringing me some money, or a lot of money, or a little money, or whatever it is, but I am not fulfilled. So in my perfect world, what is that thing that I would love, that I am passionate about, that I want to build, either instead of or alongside my job? So that's So key, where, finding the yeah. goal-topia, the, the shining one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and your goaltopia can change, but your goaltopia can be this wonderful work-life balance. It can be the head of a Fortune 500 company. It could be the head of your own company or the top of the Forbes list. Whatever it is you think is going to fulfill you to get, you know, that, that happy place, awesome. You start with goaltopia, and then you can build what you need to do to get there. But you need to know where there is. Right. It's like this. If you don't have a target, guys, you aren't going to hit it. <laughs> Am I right? You are right. <laughs> so that I oh, little funny graphic. See, look at me go on this live You're stream. Doing awesome. <laughs> I will tell you, I do not do graphics or I haven't yet. Because I just do like the people, but it's also fun when you have more than one, and then you're like moving around the boxes. And I'm trying. I'm trying really. Where. You know, the problem is, I I want to be a beginner. I mean, I am a beginner. I get that, and I think people are um, a little bit. You know, they get it too. I don't. I think the expectations are a little bit. Of, it's okay to not be perfect. I, it took me a long time to get the over perfectionist synonymous or whatever <laughs> but um perfection that's good huh perfectionist synonymous that should be one but um I, it took me a long time to get over that but like i said it was more important to me to to even if it's not comfortable to do this live streaming and i don't want to waste people's time though i want to do it well so these extra things that make it a you know kind of a more professional production which streaming i'd let you do so easily um you know th those are things that are important because i want to be bringing value out there to other people um so that's why i'm trying to you know like i'm jumping ahead playing with these things that even though i can't even get a link <laughs> well, well you know one of my favorite phrases is done is better than perfect oh yeah i because, have heard you say that because you and, and i love it because every now and then someone will say it to me in a conversation and i'll be yes 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 so much yes because you have to get to a point, and yes, you want everything you do to be professional. You want to put your best foot forward, but sometimes perfection stops you from pulling the trigger on things. So, like I said, I planned a New Year's party before figuring out what that was, and it worked out beautifully. I, I could have planned for months and not had as perfect of a combination of people.
Yeah, that, that was really fun. I loved it. I was bummed I missed the live. But, um, okay, so when, you, when people pick up your book, can they work from the book to do the method independently, or do you coach people through this process, or is it either or? or? Well, it, either or, or both, or whatever. So the first half of your goal guide takes you through the DEB method. It, it's got a bunch of exercises and things you can do way more detailed than I just gave like a brief overview, but it really gets you through the steps and there are also worksheets in the back of the book. And then the second half of the book is steps for success because you want, it, it, there's a road trip theme. So it's planning your perfect road trip, making sure that you're gonna get where you want to go. It, there are tips on what to do about detours and day trips and no backseat drivers. So there, there's, I had fun. I really had fun writing this book. So like I said, the, the first half goes through the depth method. The second half is strategies for success. And then there are worksheets and resources. And I also have a Facebook group. So if you're reading the book, you can ask questions, interact, share your journey. So there's that. And I also do coaching. I do group coaching and one-on-one -on -one coaching. And some people, they hire me once to help them with the path. And other people have longer projects. They want to write a book. They want to launch a product, something. And I work like a fitness trainer. So we come up with a plan. And then we meet every week, every other week, every month to make sure it's moving forward and troubleshoot any issues along the way. I'm, I'm really not surprised that you had fun writing your book because... <laughs> I love you because I think you just have fun. And I feel the same way. Work has never been work to me on my whole entire career. I love what I do. I'm into it. I live it. And that's that. And, I, you know, I'd rather talk about business and content than probably about anything other topic in the world. I love the digital space, even though I literally barely could work a computer when I started to decide I was going to be, you know, a writer and started doing things in the bit digital space. So it's, it's been a long, fun, fun ride. Um, but, you know, it's, Writing a book is hard. I know a lot of people jump on the nay, no, remo and whatever. But again, I love how you spin that to fun. Well, anything you're doing should be fun because it's going to come out in what you present. So if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's going to show. And when you do, other people are going to catch your enthusiasm as you have caught mine, obviously. <laughs> Well, yes. <laughs> I, I, well, and I, that's me too. I, I'm the same way. Um, I, I, you know, I kind of like I work a lot in the B2B in the corporate space. And those guys forget that you need to be it's about people and people want Inter emotional and fun is a good, you know, I'd rather laugh than cry. They're the same release as Joni Mitchell, oh God, I'm dating myself again, <laughs> would say. But laughing and crying, it's the same release. The point is that, you know, um, I, I think it's better if you're moving forward than dragging yourself. And that's part of, you know, probably achieving your goals. So here's what I'm going to ask you next, which works perfectly into my question. So a lot of people have heard that you write your goals out and that's imperative because any strategy will be achieved better when you write it down. Um, you've heard a lot of people saying that planning the steps, the action steps um, is imperative. Um Chris um, Brogan, who I heard, Keith, was it Keith on your 
thing the other day say that he uses Chris Brogan's three words. Three words, right. Yeah. So I like that too. Um, like I think last year's, my three words were like create, uh, love, execute, <laughs> which are three great words. But so that's my overview for the year plan. Um, and that kind of gives you that bigger mission, but I think it's more than that. And then he has the, what he calls, um, he calls them action stacks where you have like many like to go plans or like many actions to achieve each part. So I've heard about these things before that tout the process that tout, you know, the written strategy, but what do you think make turns those intentions, whether written or planned or not, but actually turns those intentions into being a real result to getting a real result. What's the difference? The big difference is when you when you're ready when you want to make a change whether it's by choice or by circumstance and it, it, you talked before about you know at lucky maybe that's the word maybe not when I think of all the things that had to happen for my book to come out two months before everybody got into shelter in place ISO mode um, is amazing but the original intention was the people live their lives and they want to change or they have to change and they don't know what to do. And the secret is to look inside yourself and figure out what that is and commit to yourself. It's like you're giving a gift to yourself of time to build something. And it could be a little bit of time each week. It could be a lot of time each week. You have to look at your life and see what makes sense and do that. That is so valuable. That's so valuable, huh? Because it's really taking that internal anatomy, that mirror on to the inside, so that, look, if you really feel committed to it, if you really have that attachment to it, then it makes it more of a priority, I would imagine, if you can make come to that connection. Yes, exactly. And it's, again, some people have to make change because things happen. Change happens to them. Some people say, I've had enough. It's time. I need to find a new job. I need to build a business. I want to make money for myself. I want to share what I know with the world. They get to that point. Wonderful. Excellent. Now what? You, you, you know that plan. that's in, here's one other thing that I've I recently watched a goal setting process from Donald Miller. He's the story brand guy. Uh, you may have seen his book before, but he talks about something different too that um, that people should also kind of um, figure out like what the sacrifices are that you can't really achieve a goal if you're not willing to sacrifice something in order to get there. What do you say about that? I will agree and disagree. Oh, I love um, that <laughs> because and, and this is really what I just said before look at your life and see what makes sense. If all you have is an hour a week to devote to achieving your goals, your passion project, building something, fine. If all you have is a half an hour, that's fine too. Look at your life, see what makes sense, and baby steps. And yes, it's gonna take longer if you're only working on something for an hour a week, obviously. Uh, the other but, it, you know, it's funny because that silly hour of a, a week, if you do it consistently, totally adds up. Like, I, I don't make myself have a writing goal every day, for example, but I like a number of words or anything, but I have a goal to write every day. 
So some days that might only be a few sentences or an email or something. Other days that might be 10,000 words. So you know what I mean? Um, I guess it's a tiny step goal, maybe. Well, well, I have another rule. I call it the five of seven rule, which is the theory of, yes, ideally it would be great if you could work towards your goals every day. But for most people, that's just not realistic. It's good if you can think about them every day. And if all you do is think, it's cheating. You need, you know, some work. <laughs> Action. But, but the idea really is if you miss a day, don't try and make up the time. Just move on. So, for example, let's say you say, I'm going to work 15 minutes a day on my goals. 15 minutes a day, easy peasy, right? You miss Sunday, so that's a half an hour on Monday. It's 45 minutes on Tuesday. Yikes. You can have... <laughs> 15 minutes on Sunday, you certainly don't have an hour on Wednesday. You're best <laughs> off to say, okay, I can do it today. I'm going to do my 15 minutes. If you could do a little more, great. But you get those 15 minutes in, and then the next time you can do it. So look at your – and I had this question on a workshop I led, I led last night, and she said, do you think an hour a day is realistic? And I said, do you think it's realistic? And she said, I should be able to. And I said, how about this? Plan an hour a day, but give yourself two days off. So you are allowed to delete two one-hour appointments a week. But that's it. And you can switch them around to give yourself a little more flexibility. <laughs> exactly. Figure, again, it's all about what makes sense for you. No, you can't do everything. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if we could do everything. I, I'm a really good example because this week has been my big New Year's blast off, right? Do you think I've gotten any actual work done? No. no. <laughs> totally fine because like tomorrow is a work day. You know, later on today is work and I'll have to probably do some work on the weekends, which I try and balance and not do as much. Um, because I think especially now when everybody's working from home in an ISO mode is to take those breaks give yourself cutoffs to the day, but some days you have to work a little more. So the next day, maybe you work a little less. Find what means to be balanced for yourself, get things done, realize some weeks are gonna be hard and other weeks are gonna be coasting and it's light. I read somewhere that now that people are working from home, they're actually putting in more hours of work. <clears throat> there's no commute you know what I mean um, and for other reasons and I, I found that really interesting because of course uh, employers have been scared to death that people won't work when they're at home and in fact they're putting in more hours from what I've uh, been learning um, it, it, yeah I, I've seen that too and I think that that's also dangerous too because you can easily work through lunch work through dinner and you're like where did my day go and especially now Find a start time. Give yourself lunch breaks. Maybe you can't do it every day, but maybe a few days a week you can. Give yourself a cutoff time to not answer email at night and take part, if not all of the weekend off, to recharge, refresh, so you're better able to move forward when the new week begins. See, I'm, I think I'm weird, <laughs> but maybe I'm just different um, because I worked in the catering production and event design business, which is 24-7 and every holiday. <laughs> that's when people want you and that's when you work. So, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I'm used to getting up, you know, if I have to cook for a huge thing, you know, 2 a.m. starts, nothing 
you know, you got to do it. A girl got to do what a girl got to do. So um, I'm funny because I love working seven days most of the time. I rarely take off a day from doing something work-wise, but it's only because I want to. I enjoy it. I love it. It's a reason to, you know, go. Um, So I'm probably not like most people. Most people recharge their batteries doing other things. I'm like in my zone having fun creating. Uh, So I... I tend to be kind of on. Um, I'm also kind of high-strung, maybe. (laughs) Truth be told, you can ask some of my friends. They know they can catch me all hours of the day or night. (laughs) But anyway, um, it's interesting, though, because what I don't like is when people say, you need to be a morning, you have to get up at 4 a.m. and start your schedule, or you have to, because I'm not a morning person. What I've learned in my many, 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 many years of work and living, that... um, I follow my body. If my body feels like laying down and taking a rest right now, and this is whatever time of the day or night it is, that's when I do it. I used to try to make myself sleep or stay up or whatever, and now I just follow how I feel. But I've been doing that for many years before I got into digital. So I'm just weird, like I said. <laughs> well, but, but, but you're not. You're just you, and you're aware of what works for you. And that's really the key component in setting yourself up for success. Figure out what works for you. I remember for years when I was leading my live group, every couple months someone would come in and say, when is the best time to write? And they'd expect, you know, oh, well, you have to write blah, blah, blah. No, some people write better in the morning, some people write better at night, some people write better during the day. It's really up to you. You know how you work best. Again, trial and error, see what works for you, do more of what works and less of what doesn't. That makes you the kind of coach I love. It doesn't tell you this is the only way. That's the problem with a lot of things online. People are like, this is the system, this is the process. And what I found is that their system works for them and their process works in their business. Um, But every business and every person and every process has its own unique values and unique things. And that should be taken into account in my my thinking. Um, Can you pinpoint some of the traits or processes that make the difference between people who do or don't achieve their goals and reach their potential? It's really just one, is time, giving yourself time. So when figuring, okay, let's say, gone through the dev method, you know what this is, and, and you're right, a lot of coaches say you have to do this thing this way. My system really works for anybody and everybody because it's based on you looking inside yourself, figuring out what you want, researching how to make it happen, and coming up with the steps to turn it into a reality. But it really starts with you committing to yourself. I don't like my life the way it is, I want this. Or I love my life, but I wanna do more, and that means that. So you, and, okay, so I give in, I'll give it, this is a really other, or a good way to figure out all your goals, everything you need to do. You have your tasks, you know what you need to do to reach each benchmark and which benchmark to reach each um, short-term goal and which short-term goals will lead to long-term. You have everything you need to do. It's all there. Beginning of every week, you make a to-do list, like a monster to-do list. Again, looking at your life to see what's realistic. Divide it out, 
for example, I my list is divided out into clients and what I need to do for each client, communications work, book work, workshops, outreach, just everything, and then the, my ongoing tasks. Beginning of the week, monster list, and then I also type it into a calendar appointment so my list is everywhere I am. And then make appointments with yourself to get those things done. And again, 15 minutes every other day, an hour, a couple days a week, whatever it is, say this is my time to work towards my goals. And then even as you do things, and maybe it's just two hour, two one hour appointments a week that you have scheduled ongoing. And if you have to move it, it's fine, but you can't delete it. You figure out what rules will work for you. And after you've spent your goal time, make a note in in the listing of what you did and then maybe a couple notes of what you accomplished. So at the end of the month when you're like, oh my goodness, I'm not getting anywhere, you can look at your calendar and at a glance, you see, yes, you've made progress. Doing little bits of things will add up. But the real key ingredient is committing to those appointments. Treat the appointments you make with yourself with the same value as you would an appointment you have with a client or a boss or anybody else, a hairdresser. Remember, you know, back yeah, when I haven't said that. I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> but if you cancel within 24 hours, they're going to charge you. Right. Don't cancel on yourself. There's two things I really like. I'm a list person. I like crossing off and completing the list. Um, I was studying list. I w wrote a thing a few years back about Santa's making a list. So it was about list right, list keeping. And um, one of the other ways that I've found that I've, I really enjoy and that might help people is that instead of writing your to-do list, write your to-done list so that you see what you actually got done. You're like, yay, look, I'm not as big a loser as I thought all day. I did do, you know what I mean? Or or this happened, which I wasn't expecting, but it's a good thing. It's going to be a plus for my, like, and the other thing that you mentioned earlier that's so true is, like, not quitting on yourself, because I wouldn't be here right now if I was a quitter, because I, you know, I mean, I started like my online digital career, so to speak, online and digitally from nothing. Didn't know a soul, didn't know how to work a computer, didn't know anything. And here I am doing a live stream. All right, it's a little shaky, but I'm doing it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm creating all kinds of content. <laughs> See her, she even has a gold star for guests. That's, now that's a good live stream. But um, the other thing um, that I think that you pointed out besides the list is also, oh, there was another part of that that I liked. Um, Oh, crap. Now I can't think what it was. Can, can I comment on the list thing before you oh, please. the next thing? Absolutely. If you do things that aren't on your list, add them. But I don't cross things off. I do check marks. And for the electronic calendar, I will write done in all caps next to anything I've completed because then the following week you can copy your list, paste it, get rid of the duns, keep the ongoings, and add anything else new that comes in. And it's another way to track all of your activities. What's your favorite, um, what's your favorite like management software or like goal keeping software? I'm a, I'm personally, I'm a Trello nut. I'm a tr uh, Trello keeps my, myself in better shape, more organized than I am. <laughs> um, okay, and everybody laughs when I say this, but I'm going to say this. My favorite tool 
is paper and pen. My second favorite tool is Google Docs, Google Sheets, your word processor, your calendar. Keep it but simple. It, keep it simple. And yes, I know a lot of people who use Trello and love Trello and fine. I keep things managed. I, I keep projects managed with my clients. I use Excel. I keep different documents of my projects and then an all-encompassing document for things for just I think I call it a goal log or a project log or something, a tracking log to just, even if it's a couple words every day, so I know what I did. Sometimes it's in a document, sometimes I just keep it in my calendar, but just ways for me to see progress and progression. And then the other thing that's great about keeping like a master document that's a little bit like journal, a little bit like uh, an all encompassing everything document. So, you're querying people, you're trying to get press for yourself or you're doing your intros to of yourself to people. You don't have to look for it. You do it once, you put it in your living, breathing, this is what I'm doing document and you just have to go back there and copy it and paste it in there. So anything That's that good. you're gonna do more than once, if you're tracking it in your all purpose document, it's there. It's there and it's ready for you in, it's very good for saving yourself time, energy, and angst. Right. The, the coming, uh, I think that's something I'm learning as I go. It's like f when you finally get something to a process, that you, a repeatable process, then you mm -hmm. kind of can start to make headway. Um, so let's see. For people, your best recommendation to help people to boost them into action and to achieve what they want. Um, oh, what is mine? Yeah, your best recommendation. My to best actually... recommendation <laughs> to take that to take that that time for yourself to visualize what you want. That you initial want, that, D that, stage, initial, that, that D stage that D stage. D stage. <laughs> it, it's exactly it's exactly the D stage. And actually, there's a trick that's the beginning of the E stage called directed journaling. So. Once you figure out what Goaltopia is, you do direct journaling to figure out how that manifests itself. But if you're still stuck in the, I don't know what I want phase, it works for that as well. And my process for direct journaling, it's just so simple. You schedule three, four, five, 15 minute appointments with yourself and you're just asking yourself one question. What's Goaltopia? Or what do I want out of life? Or how do I make my Goaltopia reality? and you do this 15 minute, 10 minute bursts of time, and don't look at what you've written until you've done it three, four, five times, and then go back and look. Because what's gonna happen is your answer is there. You ask yourself a question, you know the answer. Give yourself the time and the energy to let it come out of you, and then pursue what you're passionate about, because it's going to, if you have that kind of fuel, behind your goals, you're excited, it's fun, this is what you want, then you're gonna do everything you need to do to turn it into reality. So figure out what that is. I just remembered, that's exactly, that was what I was gonna say before when I said, oh, I can't remember the other part. What it is, is I've done, here's what I've done. This is, this is crazy town, but it works. I've made myself a marketing proposal like I would make a client with 
you know, set deadlines, set project pieces, you know, chunks of, you know, this by this. That, and, and I've actually done so much better when I treated myself as a client <laughs> and put myself on that. I think I should do that more. And that, that addresses some of what you kind of talked about a couple times now. So what if you're like me, though, and you have you definitely have to do more than one project at a time. Like, I, I can't just, like, pick one goal and then that's what I do every day to work towards it, I don't think. Because I like to, for, for a couple reasons. One, when I'm even when I'm writing, I like to take a day or two away and, like, let what I put down meld a little and then I rethink some things and have new ideas to add in. Like, I do a lot of writing in my head before I ever go to paper. Or I do a lot of ideation in my head or just jot like notes or one-liners or an outline and then that you know develops into something else so even reading I got to be reading something like fiction and something um, non-fiction at the same time because I jump back and forth like I'm not a one thing kind of like is that a bad thing or how do I clarify which goals to make those ones to accelerate to get to complete okay I'm so glad you asked that, and, and I and I do talk about this in the book as well. Is I call them alpha and beta goals. You always want to be working on it at least two things at once, because first of all, if you you're stalled on one, you've got something else to work on, and the other is a lot of goals that you work to work together that are going to propel you the same way. So if you're building a business, you want to create a website, but you also want your social media strategy. So you're going to be working on them in tandem and doing one thing sometimes a little bit more than the other. It also works very well if you're writing a nonfiction book. Uh, alpha goal is writing the book. The beta goal is writing the proposal. So they both have to get done to build you up. But if you get stalled on one, you can jump to the other. And everything is in constant motion. You also want to throw some personal goals in the mix because your personal goals help your professional life. Your professional goals are going to help your personal life. So look at the big picture. Look at all your goals. Again, see what makes sense for you and work towards your goals, moving yourself forward even in little or big increments. I love it. Lisa says she loves it too. She loves that you're saying you. about giving it time and energy. I'm seeing on her. I'm not really great, guys. Uh, I think probably some people are commenting on some of the um, places I can't see. But please comment. I will go back around. And if Deb or I can answer any questions for you, I'm sure we'd be willing to do so. I know I am. I'm pretty sure she is. She's a good girl. <laughs> She's great. Um, I've been learning so much from you, Deb. I so appreciate it. Um, so everybody to get set up for success in the new year to not only achieve but to gain their desired results should follow exactly some of these outlined items that Deb has given us today. I think um, I think she's talked about a lot of things that might help take you from just thinking about it to actually planning and then most importantly, executing, taking action to reach it, but also taking into account your own personal being who you are and how you do things and when is comfortable for you and what you know you have to recognize what you're good and bad at sometimes I think to get anywhere absolutely but if you you also if you're looking towards setting goals changing your life starting new projects finding a new job whatever it is 
if you look at the things that you love, that you're good at, that you excel at, and, and the, the big part in the D is that mission statement. What is it you want to do that takes who you are, what you love, what you're good at, and how it's going to help others? That's going to propel you. So I happen to love helping people figure out what they want, how to get it, to find, plan, and achieve their goals. And I, that is my mission, is to help as many people as possible figure out what that is and turn it into reality using my background, my experience, my systems. Well, and even if they jump on right on online, they will get help along the way because you can't help it. You're fa you're, I can't as, help I, as I opened the thing with your Facebook group, because you do, you prompt people like, oh, God, I got a network this week. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Deb, for reminding me. What should I do? And, oh, I better get Deb on my show. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's really to, because we can't achieve our goals on our own. We need our tribe. We need our champions. We need our people. And what I've created is a place not only to set goals, but a, a place where you can develop community with the other people you meet who are going through the same or a similar process. I'll tell you what, um, uh, you know, again, from zero to the friends and, and colleagues and collaborators that I've met online, uh, from zero when I started dabbling around, I didn't really have a real website till I think 2015, although I started learning copywriting and working and, you know, writing and doing writing projects and learning how to get on the internet in 14. I think 15's when it sort of really started going, but I can't, I feel like I, I feel kind of proud of myself in a way because I've come a long way, but more importantly, I've met such great people that I have so much respect for and learn from, like you, like Lee. Uh, like Mike Alton, like uh, I could name so many people, Chris Brogan, uh, <laughs> we mentioned him today. I mean, there's just, and like all my friends, Corey and Corey and Bren, and there's just so many. And, and some of them I, you know, kind of got, like Bren, I became friends with not only blogging, but she has a pit bull and loves it. And I know a pit bull <sighs> and it, and this dude's lovable. I've never met a more lovable soul in my life. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of a weird way to connect, but then, you know, you find out you have other things in, in common. I love watching her do her air cooker thing as funny as could be she's always making something new and exciting and you know I try not to let people know that my whole you know I've had a whole career in the food and event industry because I'm trying to be in the digital industry but you know the business the marketing the people the innovation it really is parallel it, it, it's parallel in so many ways um, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to help out today with talking to me helping me actually promote a live and inviting people to come and see it for the first time and um, I usually just sneak on and do a live to practice <laughs> so so I really feel good about it. oh Brenda is just saying oh thank you Sue Ann she heard me puppies say thank you too <laughs> she has the greatest awesome. doggies <laughs> and um, so awesome. she's here see look there are a couple people watching I invited people and a couple people showed up that's way cool if you're not watching the live please watch the replay hit replay um, you know, hashtag, hashtag replay, if you have anything, make sure you connect with Deb. Is there anything else important I'm missing today, Deb? No, no, I, <laughs> thank you so much for, for having me today. Uh, for your listeners, watchers, whatever, please find me on LinkedIn and connect with me and say that this is where we met. If you want to join my write-on community, it's write-on online. 
um, there's a page in a group. There's also a page for the dev method and the group for people who are reading your goal guide. And yourgoalguidebook.com will take you right to the Amazon link, but you can also find my book. At oh, Peter's website. saying very nice. Bren is saying um, hi, and I want to meet you. <laughs> and um, she's saying that um, Deb, she wants to... Um, get involved with you and Peter you have been so great uh, at sharing and being my friend on Facebook or on Twitter I really appreciate it he's talking to us from Periscope Lisa has egged me on I got on StreamYard with her the first time on two minutes notice and was on live so Lisa you're you're the girl um, we do a lot of stuff together um, and I just really appreciate like, uh, look, I'm learning, you're learning, we're all learning, but I, I feel good about spreading, you know, you and other people. Like, uh, again, Ross Brand is coming on next Friday, the 11th, so tune in then. On the 14th, I have Anthony Genzel from Granite Marketing, and we're going to talk about something that applies like you and I, and it has to do with building relationships in the digital space. How do you build relationships that actually, hopefully, even lead to business, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you're quite welcome, Peter, by the way. I really appreciate you, um, and I'm so glad you, you're watching. He's watching from Twitter. We even have Twitter watchers. Deb, how cool is that? <laughs> it is so cool. And thank you so much for, for reaching out and inviting me on and for all of your kind words, and I'm thrilled to get to meet you face-to-face-ish. Um, as well as your community. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, everybody. I think we're done for today. And I appreciate you all tuning in. I appreciate you guys being my friends. And um, I love that, you know, it's great when you have friends too, because you can curate. Look, everybody needs stuff for their social platforms. We all do. So when you meet good quality friends, you can curate. That's a way to collaborate as well. You share each other's stuff. You know, even that is a step towards that relationship. And that's how I met you know quite a few people okay can I give one final thought oh yes please if you're watching and you're wondering oh my goodness what do I have to do how am I gonna do it you can do it just commit to yourself your goals and your dreams make it happen I love it Deb thank you so much for your time thank you everybody for checking in today and uh, we'll talk again soon I hope Take care. I'm going to end broadcast. <laughs> oh.